Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, it's been a minute. Wow. It's been a minute since I have uploaded a podcast. It's been a minute since I've uploaded a podcast to YouTube as well. So I want to send a shout out of love to my YouTube listeners. Um, the few subscribers I have. Thank you. I appreciate your love. And um, to the few who listen to me on Anchor and Spotify and Google and a couple other little platforms. Um, thank you um, for your support. And to all those who are going to hear this message wherever you hear this message. Um, sending out love and light to you. So, uh, oh, let me give a shout out to my own podcast, My Assorted Views. <laughs> so, the topic today, I'm going to jump right into it, is narcissism. Now, this is a topic that has so many different dynamics and factors, okay? I could come from different angles with this topic. I could talk about talk it, talk about it from, honestly, different perspectives. I have personally gone through this in a relationship. And even when I look back on it, I have even had a lot of associates and people in my life, in my space, who were narcissists. I've only dated one. I've only been in one toxic relationship. But I have always had narcissistic people around me. Now that I think about it, you know, now that I am more informed on what narcissism is. And if you understand narcissism, you can look at your own life and you can see, damn, I have had narcissists in my life. Whether you dated them, befriended them, whether some of these people are your parents, some of these people are your children. Some of us befriend narcissists. Oh my God, I realized I was friends with a covert narcissist for 20 years. When I got that revelation, it made so much sense. I was like, wow, that explains that. I couldn't understand certain things at the time. Like, hmm, that's why she always felt off and weird. And just, she was very covert, sneaky, just wow. Anyway, that was a lesson I learned. But luckily, I didn't spend a lot of time around her in those 20 years. We were separated for a minute, lived in different states. So, um, I didn't spend a lot of time around her all the time, but yeah, that's actually a very interesting thing to befriend somebody for that long and find out they are a goddamn narcissist. Okay. So let's get right into it, guys. I want to talk about narcissism from the perspective of leaders and people who are good at charming you, people who have charisma, people who have the gift of gab. They have that it thing. Um, They could get up there and give you these awesome speeches. Like a lot of, you know, um, our leaders and stuff. These people are narcissists. By the way, um, they have the gift of gab, they have the charisma, and they're easy to um, use their manipulative skills on the general public. Excuse me, and fool us. Why? Because this leads me to my first point of why we are able to be manipulated so easy, conned and fooled. One of those reasons starts off because of how we were raised and what we were raised around. If you were raised around, a parent who was a narcissist or caretakers who were narcissistic, who 
were verbally abusive, who um, did not respect your boundaries even as a child, which a lot of caretakers and parents did not do. Um, Physically abusive, verbally, emotionally degraded you. You know, a lot of people went through different circumstances as children and were raised in a lot of abusive homes. So if you had those experiences, you're automatically going to grow up to be a target and a victim of narcissism. And this is why if you had those type of parents, you're going to most likely date those kind of people and you're going to be attracted to those type of leaders in those type of situations where people who are narcissists are. You're going to be more drawn to that type of energy. Why? Because it's a familiar energy. And that's one of the reasons that um, people are taken advantage of by these narcissistic people who end up a lot of times also being cult leaders. Jim Jones was one of the biggest narcissists and cult leaders that we know. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about him later and how that plays out into other things and other people who have that same spirit. Um, So as children, though, we become familiar with a certain type of energy and a certain type of relationship and dynamic between other people. And so we grow up to only find ourselves um, attracted to those type of situations. So those are the kind of people you will probably end up attracting, you know. But whether you stay with those people or not and how that works, that's so different for everybody because everybody does not have the same story. Um, everybody does not have the same dynamic, okay? But it starts out and it always begins from our childhood and those childhood experiences that leads us to being connected and wanting to be around energy that feels just as abusive, just as people out, out of balance um, and toxic as the um, environment that we were raised in. So this is a reason, again, that you are usually attracted to people like this in relationships and you're attracted to leaders and you're drawn to people who also don't have, you know, they, they run over, they, what is what I'm trying to say? They, they trample over your boundaries. They don't allow you to have boundaries. They make you feel guilty for having boundaries. That's another thing that's used with these narcissists is the guilt trip that starts even as children. You know, you're some kind of way programmed to believe that how you feel, what you think, what you need doesn't matter. And you feel guilty for feeling any kind of way about yourself, of wanting to protect yourself and take care of yourself because they made you feel like the only important person that needs to be taken care of or or worried about is them. So what happens? We grow up and we're attracted to people who have that same energy unconsciously, even if they're not displaying it so overtly, if it's, it's even if it's more covert and subtle, it's something familiar in that energy that is still drawing you to that person, okay? That is a childhood hook, as a childhood wound, because giving your power over to people as a child, you grow up still looking to be, looking for a parent. So you're looking for somebody to give your power over to. Because you're unconsciously still that little child looking to be parented. And so it's like, let me find somebody to lead me, to parent me. You know, I found myself doing that, realizing that's what I was doing in my toxic relationship. Okay? I didn't realize that till I was doing some healings and all this stuff came up. 
through my subconscious that, wow, I saw my abuser as someone who was a parent. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. So, um, let's move on to my next my next point. Okay. So, um, another reason that we often are targets of narcissists, these people who are leaders in the spiritual world and the, 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 the spiritual communities or just the communities in general, um, or people who have a leadership position who we think are so much greater than us is because they're often selling us a message um, that speaks to the part of us that wants to be a part of something that's bigger than us. How does a con artist get you as well? Is they sell you a dream, they sell you a hope, and they tell you that they have the answers to fix everything that you want. This is the same thing that shows up in a relationship. This is why you will fall for a relationship where somebody shows up and you think this is the one. They sell you the dream that I am the one. They do it quickly because that little child in you is so ready for somebody to save it to rescue it you're looking for a parent and so they're going to show up again in a relationship and they're going to show up also in these leaders and these people in these positions as your savior as a parent and you're going to say hey wow this is it they have this big dream they have these big plans for this thing and Oh my God, let me participate in this. Let me give my money, my time, my energy because I want to be a part of something that's bigger than me. And they know that. They know the innate need and human need that we all have to be a part of something that is bigger than us. What do they do? They prey on that desire to be a part of the community, to be a part of something bigger than you, to be say, I, I, to, to be able to say, I participated in that. I played a part in that. So what they do, they will create a scheme. They will create all types of things that get you involved to give your money, your time, and you really feel like you're being a part of something. And the whole time, it is never about that particular project or issue. They're not going to ever come through with what they promised. It's about you giving them your energy, your money, your admiration, and their praise. This all goes back to their ego. You're trying to get your needs met. You're trying to, you know, connect to something that's bigger than you, be a part of something, and also unconsciously seeing this person as a leader type of parent to you. And they're looking at you as a victim. I mean, as a target and a victim of, oh, wow, I can get narcissistic supply out of this person, which is energy. I can get their time, their money, praise and approval and admiration, because that's what the narcissist wants. These leaders, these people, these who come and show up as spiritual leaders who are narcissistic, They want all your energy. They want you to put all your time and energy into them. And that little child in you, again, that is so familiar with what happened to them as a child, looking for a parent, looking for a leader, looking for something outside of them to save them, you're going to be drawn to these people. And they know that they're preying on your vulnerability. They're preying on your, um, your wounds. They know you're wounded. They look for wounded people. Their prey is always going to be wounded people, people with low self-esteem, people with no self-esteem, people who are looking for leaders, people who are looking to give their power away. That's the little child in you looking to give your power away to somebody else. And these con artists 
who show up as, oh my God, I have all the answers. I have everything you need. Just send me your money. Just give me your time. Just whatever. And we're going to put this project together. We're going to build this school. We're going to do all this stuff. These Umar Johnsons and all these other people. Those are con artists preying on your vulnerability and your need to be a part of something bigger than yourself. You can't spot it because you're so used to this type of energy and behavior. You're so used to people, even from a child, crossing your boundaries, manipulating you. You're used to this in relationships. So everybody, you're used to handing over your power. You're used to being manipulated. You don't know how to see when somebody is actually not operating in a healthy way because you've never seen healthy dynamics between people. So you think the way that these people talk and act and behave, you think that is normal. That is not normal. Cussing you out, calling you names, and still begging and asking for your money and never showing you any proof of what they've done with the money or whatever it is. See, that is one dynamic of narcissism. People who just scam you for your money and your approval and your I mean, and your energy and your time. That is one dynamic. The other dynamic are those leaders who do it and you literally are under them. You're like in a some type of church environment or um, cult-like environment. And these people, here's another thing. These people all have the energy of cult leaders. And here's the thing. This is what makes them dangerous. It's because that charm, that charisma, that manipulation is all the is technically the energy of a cult leader. They're cult leaders. That's why they're able to gather so many people who are blind and can't see. That's why Jim Jones was able to get these people to drink the Kool-Aid. It was a process that he worked up to to get to that point um, to put people under mind control to get them to drink the Kool-Aid. You have to understand this is what narcissists also do too in these communities. It's a process. Sometimes it's a slow process or fast process. But the thing is to get your to get your power, to get you to hand over all your power and trust to them. Because you're looking for salvation outside yourself. You're looking to hand your power over to somebody. That's a little child and you're looking for a parent. So you see these people show up, you think, oh my God, I need a mentor. I need, a, I need somebody to lead me and guide me. This is the perfect person. They're going to do this. They're going to they're gonna do that. They, they're talking so good. They're telling the truth. Oh, this is so true. What he has to say, what they have to say. Just because people speak truth does not mean that they, everything they say is of value. They have to give you nuggets of truth or else they couldn't con you. That's like a used car salesman. He's going to throw some truth in there when you at the parking lot. But he's also running game on you. How can he get you and con you unless he's giving you a bits of truth? We're so used to being con and we like the sound and the feeling of people. And we're not able to discern because of that unhealed trauma as a child. It's unhealed. Those hooks are still there. You can identify that your little child is looking for you to help it. But you're still searching outside of yourself. And you're also using... Again, they're using that need that you have to be a part of something bigger than yourself, using that against you. Your need for a leader slash parent is what you're looking for. And they are going to play on that till the end. So until you address 
that little child that's looking for a leader, that's looking for a parent, that's looking for a savior in these people who show up with a good message, with a nice look, they're pretty, they're fine. Who are sucking you dry energetically for your money, sucking you dry for whatever, praise, approval, because that's what they're looking for. Until you address where the root of that comes from, you're going to always be a victim and a target of that because they're going to use the parts of you that are genuinely good and genuinely wholesome and want to be a part of something bigger than yourself against you. They're going to use the parts of you that are looking for a parent against you. That is why we have to get to the point where we understand why healing is so important and why is it so important to heal that inner child? I don't hear enough about inner child healing. Until you heal that inner child and understand that it's your job, you're going to always fall prey to con artists, to people who are going to sell you the world in five minutes and you're handing over your soul because you are so quick and ready for a quick fix, for a savior to be rescued. So they're going to sell you a dream. You're going to jump right in it. That is how narcissists get you in relationships. They come along and they just tell you everything you want to hear. Hear, hear. Remember, everything is through the ear. They're going to tell you everything you want to hear. You're that little child, that little girl, that little boy that's looking for a parent, a mama. And that's who's showing up. And unconsciously, you don't realize that. That's what you want them to be. You want them to be the parent of the, the, the parent that, that, that did not show up for you. As a child, you're looking for that in a partner. That's why, they, and they know that, so they're going to show up as if they're everything you ever dreamed of. I'm going to give you the world. They got all the charisma and all the energy and everything, and you're going to fall within a week to, oh, this is the love of my life, and then, boom, they got you. And now they're going to drain you dry and abuse you. Again, this goes back to you understanding that you have to fix and heal that little girl, that little boy in you. You have to address those issues or you will continue to be victims and targets of these people. You will continue to be easily manipulated because you're constantly searching for salvation and fixers and leaders outside of yourself. They know this. They prey on groups of people because the average person is looking for a savior and a leader. And they're going to take advantage of that part of you and use that against you and for their benefit. However, your energy, your money, sex, whatever. Some people on these platforms only want attention and admiration and praise in your energy. Some of them want your money too. It's so many different dynamics and how this is playing out in the world. I'm just on this segment talking about how that shows up in some of these leaders and spiritual leaders and people in the spiritual communities. And there's so much more to be said, but I'm going to end this segment. Thank you for listening. I will be doing a part two, continuing this. Um, within the next day or two, I'll upload another segment. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you got something out of it. 
and love you. And shout out to everyone who is a YouTube subscriber and those who listen again on the platforms. Love you guys and have a good day.